0: Hello and welcome to Tuesday afternoon on Columbo and Katie on 1019941 News Talk STL. I'm Tony Columbo. That's Katie. It's Patrick. How are you?
1: I'm great. How are you? I am
0: good. Not There's... great. Nah, never great. Not never great, but. Rarely. Yeah, rarely.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Lots to talk about today. There is news out locally. The first uh, gubernatorial poll mm-hmm. surrounding the Missouri governor election is out. And I have been, as much as I take every poll these days with a grain of salt, I've been chomping at the bit to see something like this mm-hmm. just because I, th- I think this... Race is going to be a big deal. It's totally. going to be under the national spotlight as well, of course, you know, massively impactful to everybody in the state of Missouri. So we will get into that as we go through the show. Also, um, I was going to say action, it's actually in action in the Missouri Senate today. What a surprise there uh, regarding initiative petition mm. reform. So uh, we'll get into those local stories as we go through the afternoon. We also have got lots of national stuff to talk about. Of course, we'll be joined by Crane Durham in a few minutes, and we'll get into some of those stories with him as well. But I wanted to start with something that I think is maybe less hard news, okay? but just more irony, eye-rolling hypocrisy from the White House. Let's do it lol hey guys that was the words attached to what new Joe Biden social media platform
1: lol hey
0: guys the first words written on a brand new truth social
1: tiktok oh no wait I thought he wasn't supposed to have one
0: (laughs) that's the point that's the point that's oh, what i mean I steal sorry what? no no okay. no that's what i mean when i say i thought it wasn't supposed to have less one. hard news but more hypocrisy irony coming from the white house this is the hypocrisy i'm talking about lol lol hey guys what's up president biden <laughs> joins tiktok despite security oh, concerns Oh my goodness this is freaking incredible to me how badly does President Joe Biden think he needs young voters to win this year's election? Apparently enough to join TikTok despite his administration's security concerns about the social media platform. The Biden administration, this president, has threatened to ban TikTok oh. if the app's Chinese owners do not sell their stakes to the company. And this president has required federal agencies to remove TikTok TikTok from all and tip top. You didn't like either one of them (laughs) from all government issued devices because of privacy concerns and the potential misuse of data. But despite all of that, the Biden campaign just launched Biden's first TikTok account. My goodness. It happened. It happened Sunday night after the Super Bowl. And the first TikTok reads, LOL. Hey, guys. And then there's like a. 30-second video montage of how great the president is. I don't know if you... And LOL, hey, guys, is all lowercase, no uh, punctuation. Oh, no. Because the 150-year-old president is hip and cool and knows how to talk to the young kids kids on TikTok. LOL, hey, guys, from the geriatric president of the United States. Just
1: desperation. It's just desperation and... Okay, I'm sorry, folks. I have to go back to this point, and I'm sorry. I'll actually bring it one further. Obama. Obama was phenomenal at YouTube. He was the first president to ever use something like that to his benefit. It was incredible. Obama was my generation who didn't know politics at all because we were middle school and high school. That was the thing. We loved that he was using YouTube. Okay? He was also in his 40s. Correct. (laughs) Fast forward.
0: Not age. Trump
1: using Twitter. I, I will make the. I will make a point. It's not it, the age is definitely a big deter from Biden, but Trump uses Twitter. Trump is phenomenal at Twitter. Whether you love it or you hate it, you woke up every single morning and you looked at Trump's Twitter account and said to yourself, "What did he say today?" And that is basically how you got your news for four years, maybe even before that. Mm-hmm. All of those things worked because the men using them and their staff. Knew how to make it work. Mm-hmm. They knew how to use it and they used it as a beneficial tool and they could sell you on it. Mm-hmm. If you're going to try to sell me that 81 year old Joe Biden knows how to use TikTok, you got the wrong Americans. Also, you've got the wrong people. Barack Obama
0: and Donald Trump didn't call for the ban. Of the social media platform that they were using. Right. Trump called for the ban of TikTok just like Biden did. Right. But he wasn't using TikTok. And he certainly didn't launch a new TikTok channel or account or whatever you call it. After telling the country that it should be banned in the United States. Joe Biden says it should be banned. To made Forced every federal employee in every federal agency yes. to have tiktok removed from every government issued phone because it's dangerous and the chinese are stealing our data this is when i i've caught flack in the past over the over the push to ban tiktok because i just because of the hypocrisy of all of it if you're going to ban tiktok for stealing data give me a break you need to ban all of them because they all do it Oh but they go but, they, but this one goes to the Chinese. Like the Chinese can't like the Chinese can't buy the the Facebook or Twitter or any other, you know, Instagram data that there's that is being stolen as well. I just I just don't buy it. And I've caught a lot of crap for that because it's, you know, different. And <clears throat> and I don't think it is. But for the <laughs> for the same man who issues a ban on it and tells the American people how dangerous this platform is mm-hmm. and how they're stealing your data and it's just a Chinese tool, which it may be, to be so desperate mm-hmm. to launch his own. It's just, it's pathetic.
1: And I think, like, I totally agree with that. I think my, what I was trying to say was that, like, there are, Biden is panicking right now. Mm-hmm. And, so is the, and so are the Democrats and so are Biden's staff in the White House. They're panicking because they don't know how to reach this youth. Obama figured it out because he could use YouTube. Trump figured it out mm-hmm. because he used, could use Twitter. Mm-hmm. Biden is now going to use the hypocrisy and, mm-hmm. I guess, lean on people forgetting quickly that he just made all of these decrees. <laughs> and he's going to try to use TikTok to his advantage to try to reach these young voters the, but this, but TikTok in itself, that as a social media platform and the utilization of it is completely different yes. than what Trump used Twitter for and yeah. what Obama used YouTube for. Because because
0: YouTube and Twitter and Facebook certainly are more adult accepted. Yes. TikTok is for kids. And for Fast. I mean you're Yeah, it's fast. It's it's for it's for people with absolutely no uh attention. attention. Span. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. And it is targeted at young people. So he's going on the he's obviously going to TikTok because he feels like he has to reach those y- people. Yeah. And anybody. Could you imagine like if your grandpa No launched a social media channel and started it with LOL. Hey, guys, with no capitalization and no punctuation, you'd be like,
1: Grandpa, can I feed off of that? Because this is also something that really should piss people off. Mm -hmm. I would never let my grandpa do that. I would never let my grandpa ever. If my grandpa was the CEO of Walmart or if he was a, a truck driver, I would never let my grandpa start a TikTok.
0: My grandpa was a truck driver, but you know,
1: the, and I understand he's the president of the United States. But who the hell around him is saying, Biden? You know what you should do? Start a TikTok. Who is saying to do it? The who is desperate allowing him? people
0: running his campaign?
1: I just, I would never.
0: Because it's a campaign web. It's a Biden campaign website or TikTok account. LOL. Hey, guys.
1: LOL. What's up? What's your favorite ice cream?
0: LOL. Hey, guys. Let
1: me know. (laughs) Isn't it funny that I'm here?
0: Isn't it funny? I mean, that's what that means. Yeah. LOL, hey guys, means like, isn't it funny that I'm here? The old man who said that TikTok's bad for everybody and it's stealing your data and it should be banned. Uh, uh, isn't it funny <laughs> that I'm
1: here now? <laughs> 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 I, I think that that is so. The whole what thing he's is so freaking pathetic. My 21 year old staffer can't have it, but he, <laughs> he, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: No, yeah, you're not going to get any subscribers from anybody that works for the government because they can't have it.
1: True, <laughs> because of you. Someone on our live stream says, but uh, then they're watching on Rumble. Biden is already owned by China, so there isn't really anything new that they yeah. will get from him. <laughs> it's a good point. Yeah, they have all his
0: data. They do. They sure do. They sure do. I just thought. I just thought that was. I read that. Today, putting together my show prep, and I just was like, "This is so freaking incredible!"
1: What in the and and the last thing about I, I do want to say, sure. Jean uh, Jean Pierre Jean Pierre also went on the podium and made a big h- huckabadoo, a big there's a word roll. huckabadoo. <laughs> I just read that up. I like this.
0: it. We're using it.
1: She made a big huckabadoo about.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The Jonas Brothers going to the White House and making the TikTok with Joe Biden in the Oval Office. And when that happened, everybody was like, "What in the hell are the Jonas Brothers doing? Why are they showing Joe Biden in a TikTok in the Oval uh, Office?" Yeah. It was a whole it was a whole topic of discussion at a press briefing. And she reassured the American public, "No one is allowed to have TikTok." No it's one hypocrisy. is allowed. It is
0: the hypocrisy that stands out more than anything that makes this wild. That with the Jonas Brothers the hypocrisy of going on TikTok with them after say after saying that it needed to be banned remember there was something at one of the Easter egg yes. rolls where he yes. was on TikTok and
1: it, the 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 trans person that f- was flashing, flashing
0: people yes yes he went was almost, on hit, her yeah. TikTok after saying it should be banned and that was on uh, that was at the White House on the lawn at the Easter roll at the Easter egg roll <laughs> and now this I mean, this is, this is classic stuff. This is do as I say, not as I do. Look, it's, it's so bad out there during COVID that you shouldn't get on any airplanes, but we can get on an airplane to go see our family because we're more important. Right? It's so bad during COVID out there that you shouldn't be going out and doing trivial things like getting your hair done, but I can go get my hair done because I'm better than you. And you don't understand how important I am. It, it's it's exactly that. It, don't You shouldn't be on TikTok because you don't understand how dangerous it is and how your data is being stolen and used by the Chinese government. But I can get on TikTok because I'm more important than you. And I need to win this presidential election. And the only way I can reach the youth, the youngsters... Is with an LOL hey guys. LOL Hey Guys. All lowercase. It makes me vomit. E-
1: e- the worst. Okay.
0: I just wanted to get that out of my system to start things off today.
1: I'm happy because okay. that was that was great. <clears throat>
0: All right, we're gonna get into some serious stuff. Crane Durham from NothingButTruth.com is going to join us here in just a moment. Have a new report out. <sighs> From Fox News, the five Democrats who have been floated as possible Joe Biden replacements on the ballot this November. Five names and a little brief case made for each one why they would be the right person to replace Joe Biden hmm. on that Democratic uh, nomination. So I want to read that to you. Also, brand new poll out says that the majority of Americans and it is the vast majority of americans say that joe biden received special treatment in his special counsel probe and that the only reason he's not being charged criminally is because he's president of the united states duh but another damning poll that i will give you the details on all of that and more next with crane durham on colombo and katie
2: for podcast articles, and more, find us on NewstalkSTL.com.
0: All to my city, all to my home. Welcome back to Colombo and Katie on 1019 one News Talk, talk STL. You know, Joining us on the line now, as he does every Tuesday at this time, is Crane Durham from NothingTheTruth.com. And as always, Crane, brothers, don't shake hands. Brothers got a hug. And as we hug, I whisper in your ear, are you okay? And then you say, are you
2: okay? Because we want to check if we're okay to, and competent to do our job. Are, sure are we all here? We mental acuity to do so. Yes. And then take a step back, look at each other, point at each other and say, you're okay. Yeah. All right, yeah. so I'm okay, you're okay. President Biden has not been okay. No, he hasn't been. I truly, uh, and this is not trying to score political points. I think we need to go back to the decision on Afghanistan, read that review, the report that they did, explain and show how his abilities or lack thereof impacted that decision because
0: he went against his military advisors. Yeah. 13 Americans died. Maybe he forgot where Afghanistan was and thought that people were talking about Arizona. Well, it very well could be. <laughs> I mean, seriously, at this is, point? Yes. <laughs> I mean, anything's possible. I And, and it leads That's a perfect. Possible, but, yeah, go ahead. Go but ahead. Greg. It's very and
2: the other part to that, pardon, the other part to that is the minor incursion comment that seemingly gave license. To Putin. I don't think Putin needed license. He knew we were weak. He was still in the void. He knew it,
0: he could do it. Mm-hmm. So that's that. I, I it, agree. These real issues. I agree completely. And yeah. and and it, not that this hasn't been the case already, because just about every poll that's been conducted in the last two years has shown that Americans across the board, voters across the board, Dependent, no matter age, demographic, mm-hmm. political preference, all have major concerns about Joe Biden's mental abilities. And that has uh, taken front is front and center once again. After last week's special investigation, uh, Robert herz investigation results were released and so much has been made of. Biden's mental ability and not being charged because he's an incompetent, weak old man. Another poll has come out and more than half of Americans believe that President Biden got special treatment in the investigation into his mishandling of classified documents. A new Reuters Reuters poll that was just released today found that 53% of Americans believe Biden got off easy because he is president. I can't believe it's only 53%. I mean, it's so obvious. However, um, and of course, that uh, comes after special counsel Robert Hull, her, excuse me, chose not to recommend charges against Biden for mishandling classified documents, in part because Biden could present himself to the jury as, quote, a sympathetic, well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. Her's report went on to describe a this and, and this has not been in the news as much. We've all focused on and I'm guilty of this, too. Because it's such a damning statement and there's so much to unpack. We've focused mostly on that statement and, you know, the the reason given for not charging him is because he's a sympathetic, well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory and juries don't like to put people like that in jail. We haven't talked enough about the other parts of that same report that described in detail Biden's specific memory loss issues. The report says the president could not remember when his son, Beau, died. It also said that he failed to remember what years he served as vice president under Barack Obama, which is wildly concerning. We we need the transcripts. We need we need the data. Yeah,
2: because we want what was said. and, and, And obviously, we don't want to violate in the sense of something that would be in a violation of our national security. But we need the transcripts. We need to read that. And it's interesting to me, while in President Trump's first term, or maybe first term, he came out and they kept on saying the 25th Amendment because this guy was crazy. Mm -hmm. Reason 768 for the mainstream media losing its credibility completely. Because this is not a new story regarding President Biden. This has been all the way around, and now we're having outbreaks of journalism, which tells me <laughs> he's on his way out.
1: Mm,
0: yeah, it is funny how the whole 25th Amendment conversation uh, all of a sudden stopped after Joe Biden was elected president. I, I, I want to go on with this Reuters poll, crane and get your thoughts on this. Yep. The Reuters poll also reflected the consistent narrative, as I mentioned, throughout just about every poll over the last two years that the vast majority of voters across the country think that Joe is too old to serve another term. The poll that was released today indicated that 78% of Americans think that President Biden is too old to serve another term, and that includes 71% of Democrats. And yet, as we've talked about the many times, the White House continues to Mm -hmm. dismiss anyone that brings this up. They will not even engage this concern. Just yesterday, KJP said that, uh, Kareem Jean-Pierre said that Biden has a physical coming up soon and that his physician, his physician, uh, Dr. Kevin O'Connor, believes that Biden, quote, proves his cognitive ability every day and how he operates and how he thinks. I actually agree with that statement, but not <laughs> <That's> not, <laughs> not the way not that the way. not the way that they are putting it forward. I think he does absolutely prove his cognitive ability every day in how he operates and how he thinks. Just not the way that Kareem Jean-Pierre is saying that he does. But here we well, go. Yeah, go ahead Crane. Th- pardon. No,
2: please. But that goes to the central question about the report. Either you say he is this doddering old man and he can't be prosecuted because of that, or he's not, and therefore he should be prosecuted for this. You can't have it both ways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that that's something, and I I, I don't think it takes a rip Einstein to understand that or to ask that question. I know it's been asked in, in some ways. I'm sure in commentary all over the place but the fact is we are dealing with something that exposes so much it elucidates the mainstream media picture why wasn't the mainstream media on this from the start why because it started in 2018 they talk about and having these slips and did they do a terrible disservice to America by not holding Biden to account in the election before he was elected?
1: Mm-hmm. Crane, I've seen people like Nancy Pelosi, who, of course, is very good friends with Joe Biden. I've seen people like yeah, Chuck Schumer.
2: The uh, yeah. Yeah, that one. Yeah, and yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, and then Chuck Schumer, also good friends with the Bidens. They both have come out very strongly with Biden and saying every conversation they've had with him has been great. Mental acuity is there. He's strong. He's making decisive decisions. And Chuck Schumer actually went as far as to saying that this is right wing propaganda. Do you think that they're even selling their own party when they say things like that?
2: I I We'll answer with a story about Tom Daschle, Senate majority leader and minority leader
0: uh, years back. I like when we go on trips down memory lane, right? Here we go.
2: But but (laughs) we were at the democratic convention, Tony, you know this well, (laughs) and went up to Senator Daschle and was going to get an interview. And I was going to ask him about all the healthcare stuff in detail, because all we were studying is healthcare and taxes and all of that. And, he had more makeup on, by the way. I, I'd never seen a guy with that much makeup <laughs> Yeah.
1: He was ready and for did, his yeah. big debut.
2: <laughs> you know, wonderful. But he was very polite. But basically, he stood there and answered questions that were terribly uncredible. To the point where he must have thought I was had an IQ below room temperature. <laughs> because... I wouldn't be able to understand that he is totally lying. Very similar to Susan Rice saying uh, when it came to Benghazi and her statement about Benghazi. And so uh, this is the mode we're in. Oh, my gosh. Joe Biden behind the scenes. This guy is smart as a whip. He can handle it. Shut the blank up. -hmm. It's unbelievable. This is a lie. And they talk about big lies being told. They are telling the biggest lie. Mm. This guy maybe can consume oatmeal
0: (laughs) on a good day. (laughs) (laughs) And, Crane, it's also right out of the Democrat condescension playbook that has been the main strategy, like, as we've talked about a lot on this show, the main strategy of Joe Biden's presidential campaign to this point has been The president's approval ratings are so bad because you, the American voter, you don't understand all the great things he's done for you. And if if you would just if you would just sit down and listen to us and let us explain to you all of the progress and all of the things that he has done for you and your family and your life, then then you'll you'll appreciate him and you it in and, and and everybody will his popularity numbers will rise it's only that it's only that we're all too stupid to understand what he's done for us it's exactly i mean that's exactly the experience that you uh, that that you encountered all those years ago it's the it's it's the perfect page out of the condescension playbook
2: yeah and it it, it also really caps me that they tried to create controversies consistently with the lies in the first term of, of President Trump. They tried to do that and they continue to do things, taking things out of context, therefore be conned by the text. And basically run with talking points that are pot shots that could be explained in detail with a little more time but they fit a narrative that has been a caricature of the maga republican and so i mean it all goes together it's the dishonesty it's the idea that hey If we're going to have an honest debate and you're going to save people from democracy, how about be honest about what has taken place, what is taking place,
0: and what could take place if we don't address the situation? Mm -hmm. Talking to Crane Durham from NothingButTruth.com. I wanted to switch gears here and talk about the uh is senate passing a foreign aid bill this morning which would send billions to ukraine and israel and taiwan uh, and is not attached to anything regarding the southern border now again this is just passed the united states senate uh, so it's it's uh, far from being uh, across the finish line and it's not going to get across the Senate line but, or the finish line. But uh, this morning, the Senate passed a ninety five billion dollar national security supplemental package to assist Ukraine, Israel and the Indo-Pacific. The final vote was 70 to 29, which is amazing. Twenty two Republicans voted yes on this. Three or two Democrats voted no. Senators Peter Welsh and Jeff Murky plus independent Senator Bernie Sanders also voted no. The supplemental package does not include any border security provisions and comes as the national debt soars above $34 trillion cause calls to offset the spending with cuts Elsewhere went unheeded. So this package just tacks on to the debt with nothing to offset any of the spending, and it's a lot of spending. The package includes $60 billion for Ukraine, $14 billion for Israel, $9 billion for humanitarian assistance in Gaza, and nearly $5 billion for the Indo-Pacific. Democrats brought the package up for a vote after Republicans had blocked the $118 billion package that also included numerous uh, border and immigration provisions. Senator Chuck Schumer praised the package in a statement this morning as, quote, one of the most historic and consequential bills to everyone ever passed the upper chamber. He said the responsibility now falls on Speaker Mike Johnson and House Republicans to approve the bill swiftly, and he said, quote, I call on the Speaker to rise to the occasion and do the right thing, unquote. He's not going to do that. Speaker Johnson has already said in a statement that the House would not pass the Senate's foreign aid package, but instead draft their own bill with border security provisions included. Crane, what do you make uh, of all this? And I know that you've been a a supporter of Ukraine, as as many others have been. But it's also curious to me that in this, they find uh, Ukraine to be more than four times more important than Israel as far as the spending included in this bill, which would make uh, uh, over, well, already $160 billion has been sent to Ukraine. This would put it up over $200 billion if this package mm-hmm. were to go through to Ukraine. And, you know, a lot of people are asking when is enough is enough. What do you make of this most recent development when it comes to uh, the the funding of wars across the world?
2: well one we're funding the and i know you didn't mean it this way but we're funding the defense of freedom and our allies Mm -hmm. and we're standing by our allies and we're standing up for our commitments the budapest memorandum uh we can talk about that i mean we are signed on to protecting ukraine and when we have somebody like vladimir putin rewriting history uh, you can't use the biden excuse with him he's very very smart but he's an evil authoritarian psychopathic dictator who wants to restore what was the Soviet Union and uh, blame Poland. What a jackass. Pardon me. I I just couldn't believe that. Mm -hmm. I digress. Mm -hmm. I didn't mean to go off the rails. It's just frustrating when we're seeing things that are propaganda for our enemies. Let's get something clear. We must win in ukraine it is sending the signal to the rest of our allies and our enemy and we are making a great deal of those munitions the funding there is sparking up production in america Mm. and so we are making the weapons and production is increasing we need to increase production so that's a good thing with israel It's based on need. If you have a need in the Ukraine that is greater and they are fighting and dying and having war crimes committed against them and dealing with the the propaganda machine, even from America by isolationists, by the way, hey, isolationists, has it ever worked? Give me a time when that strategy works. It only emboldens our enemies and they get stronger and it's about five percent total of actual spending that we've spent of our defense budget so in short i support the ukrainian funding i support the israel funding big time i think it's disgusting that we are asking israel to go for a ceasefire based on lies see i'm so tired of this Mm -hmm. blm and all the movement that came out of that based on a lie now we have Based on a lie, let's have a ceasefire because there's genocide committed by Israel. That's jackassery. Again, these are not hard issues. So, in short, I support (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: I actually have another question regarding that uh, this issue and also want to get into this uh, story that was published today that talks about the five Democrats that have been floated as possible replacements for Joe Biden on the November ballot. So uh, we will get into all of that awesome. and more as we continue our conversation with Crane Durham next on Columbo and Katie. All my city,
2: all to my home. For podcasts, articles, and more, find us on NewstalkSTL.com.
0: Welcome back to Collibba and Katie on News Talk STL, Continuing our conversation with Crane Durham from NothingButTruth.com. And, Crane, uh, to wrap up the conversation about the uh, foreign aid bill that was passed in the Senate today, that it will be dead on arrival when it gets to the House um, I completely understand, and I know many people agree with, and I certainly do agree with you to a certain extent at least when it comes to uh, the funding of freedom, as you as you put it, um, uh, across the world. However, I think that one of the biggest concerns with this is, again, we've already spent $160 billion in Ukraine. This would, would add another $60 billion to that. Uh, to, which would put it over 200 billion. I think one of the things that has been sorely lacking from all of this is transparency and an understanding of do. Do you have any idea? Because I don't. How much that 160 billion dollars has done for or not done? What has it accomplished? What has it not accomplished? How I, are How are things yeah. going? What are we like? You know, I think that people instead of just looking at feeling like we're just an atm machine it, it mm-hmm. would would be more acceptable mm-hmm. to these ideas if they hadn't if they had not just transparency on them on the money but just some transparency on the effort overall yeah. would you agree with that concern i i would and one of the things that
2: will help that and and tony i just love you guys for so many reasons but (laughs) this is one of the reasons it's because you we are going and having a more expansive conversation where we're not just saying oh it's this or that there's a lot of more involved here and what's involved is the funding of our own munitions uh Factories in the United States. And Mark Thiessen has done a great job of outlining that from the American Enterprise Institute. The other part to that is, yes, we need people to stop lying about the Ukrainian aid and actually look at how it's being funded and how it's being used, whether it be humanitarian aid or the aid for weapons. And a good deal of it, obviously, is for weapons. And how are we doing? Well, he's just changed his chief general, who is more of a man of the troops, so to speak, at least reportedly. And I'm talking about Vladimir Zelensky. And how is he doing? He's not doing great because we have a propagandist who goes over and gives a, a psychopathic dictator who has wanted to do this. This is his his dance. He kills people, and he's trying to restore the former Soviet Union, and he's told us that. So while I invite absolute scrutiny, it's never been a blank check, but the way it's talked about is a blank check because nobody wants a blank check. And so strategically, they're, they're making some changes. They've been fighting to what is a stalemate in the sense of territory taken and taken back
1: crane i just wanted to switch gears with you a little bit because we didn't get to talk to you about ronna mcdaniel stepping down from the rnc and Mm -hmm. i wanted to see is that the right i wanted to get your opinion if that was the right move for her to step down and also i did see that trump who is not the nominee yet i mean i'm sure he will be but he isn't is recommending that his daughter-in-law Lara trump is going to be the (laughs) co-chair for the rnc so i want to get your opinion about both of those things if you don't mind
2: uh Well, I can't really speak to Ronald McDaniel because she's had some losses, and so has President Trump. Mm-hmm. And this kind of bums me out because he makes unforced errors consistently, and even when the media takes him out of context, he could do such a better job if he just put the office before himself. I digress, but it is an answer to your question. The idea of a man taking over the party— and the, it's almost the party being a cult of personality. Right. And I, I, I'm not in favor of that. I'm for accountability, I'm for qualified people, and I'm for people understanding the platform of what we stand for and a clear platform because I am not for big government conservatism in the sense, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm for s- small government, focus on the job of government, its job, first job is to protect its people, and really get out of the way. And so I'm not looking for government to step into a number of areas. And I think part of populism, as Mike Pence pointed out,
0: is the fact that there are some departures from conservatism. Talking to Crane Durham from nothingbuttruth.com. I want to get to this uh, story about uh, the Democrats, the top five Democrats who have been floated out as possible Joe Biden replacements. But before that, let's get your let's get the latest from Crane as we ask him every week for his prediction, his percentage, uh, as you're feeling this week, that. Donald Trump will ultimately be the nominee for the Republicans in November and the percentage chance that you're feeling that Joe Biden would be the, uh, will be the, um, which will be the focus of this next story, the nominee for the Democrats. Where are we at this week, Crane?
2: We are at 8 to 10 percent for Biden.
0: It's a little down. think
2: uh, yeah, fifteen yeah, percent last week. <clears throat> yeah, so I'm I'm dipping even more, and mm-hmm. the reason I know that is because I I know he's out the doors because the media is picking up the story.
0: Yeah, so it's a good point,
2: yeah, I, Tony. You pointed that out and have been pointing that out as well. It's the, the idea. Oh, and now it's a story. Now you believe me. Uh, the media, <laughs> yeah. when they get a hold of the border situation, perhaps they'll tell the rest
0: of the story. Thank God for the New York Post. Mm-hmm. And, and then Trump, last week you were at 95 I, to 97 percent. I will go to 90 to 95 percent. OK. Just a slight I understand. tune down. I understand. All right. And then uh, to get into the story today, five Democrats who have been floated as a possible Biden replacement. This is a new report out from Fox News today uh, that says the scrutiny aimed at President Biden following the damaging report released last week by special counsel Robert Herr has breathed new life into the belief Democrats will ultimately replace him as the party's nominee out of the 2024 general election. Here are five of the top names being mentioned as potential replacements for Biden should he decide or is pressured to not run for a second term Um, well how much time we have left will dictate how deeply we get into each one of these but the top five are number one Gavin Newsom number two Vice President Kamala Harris number three former First Lady Michelle Obama number four Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer and number five an interesting one but I think definitely the outlier of this group Kentucky Governor Andy Brashear which he is mostly on here because of his Ability to be a Democrat in a very red state, and they talk about his ability to uh, reach across the aisle. But uh, I think the other four, and actually the top three, are really the only ones to dig into here. Um, I want to read the the Michelle Obama uh, one Thank to Ukraine and get your thoughts on this. Says uh, Obama has been one of the more surprising names floated as a potential replacement for Biden, considering her lack of political experience, although the same could have been said for former President Donald Trump during his first White House run. Former Republican presidential candidate Vivek Ramaswamy was one of the first to float the theory that Obama would replace Biden and he has recently doubled down following the release of the her report he said quote the main obstacle stopping the democratic party is they have a kamala harris problem which is to say that if they do sideline biden the natural replacement is the vice president but this vice president is unable i think to effectively carry forward that job and if race and gender are your basis for selecting someone for a job and the identity of your party is tied to the temple of identity politics, then they will risk looking hypocritical if they sideline Harris after they sideline Biden and Michelle Obama offers them a convenient path out of that problem. Uh, unquote from Vivek Ramaswamy. Your thoughts on this list as a whole and also um, those uh, that reasoning for uh, Michelle Obama being the person that could be that uh, replacement?
2: As much as it pains me to say it uh, with his comments regarding our foreign aid to Ukraine, et cetera, with Vivek, uh, I think he's right on.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to right argue on. with that. Yeah, he's got that one. Really I think, perfectly. I mean, it, it, No doubt the guy's
2: a, a brilliant guy, and no doubt he can do some great things if you're a part of the next administration. And this is where you really do see. Okay, strategic, strategically-minded. Yeah, this kind of works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I would go with. I. I don't think Harris. I think the closer Harris gets to the white uh, to being president, the worse it gets. <laughs> because it, 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 and, free and I think
0: the people have spoken, right, Crane, about her. I mean, I think Gavin Newsom yeah. and Michelle Obama are really the only two. And maybe they're maybe they, they team up in in yeah. some regard uh, as being the most legitimate and viable candidates.
2: Gavin's definitely I see Gavin as the, as Biden's replacement. I see I just see it. I know. But you can run with different vice presidents. And yeah, we've seen that.
0: What so far, about so. Michelle Obama being his vice president? We've only got about a minute left to uh, I I I.
2: I don't know. But if that is the case, remember, it will be an election that is based on lies and taking things out of context, <laughs> because Obama was one of the worst presidents we've ever had in our entire history. And identity my
1: politics.
0: Which identity I like, politics. yeah, which I like Vivek's statement there about the temple of identity politics being the basis yeah. of your party, um, I think was was really well said. And, uh, you really? know, this was well said. Everything that Crane Durham has said in the last 40 minutes has been well said. I, Crane, I appreciate your time. Thank <laughs> back you. at you. Buddy. No, but sincerely, thank you for the back and forth. You yeah, I uh, love having you. Every uh, Tuesday here with us and every day at nothingbuttruth.com and the Nothing But Truth Facebook page. You can find Crane Durham there. All right, going to dive into some Missouri politics next.